Hey everyone, welcome back to the Skip It podcast, where we chat with you about the classic Australian drama, Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. I am Lee, and I'm here joined with John. Hello. And Ashwin. Hi, guys. And we're going to talk to you today about episode four, titled Long Way Home, or as I'm now calling it, Bloodsport. Because it was a disturbing and shocking episode. I know. I thought it was scary enough when Skippy nearly got speared on the head last episode, but this uh, just took it to a new level. Yeah, yeah. I know. And um, I was saying that this almost feels like a first episode too. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but it's sort of, they really just throw everything at you. This episode actually prompted the Royal Society for Prevention of Cruelty to Animals to investigate allegations of animal cruelty on the oh, show. Are kidding? So, yeah, so the, the investigations did proved to be groundless at this time, but the treatment of animals during the filming of this episode in particular and the series in general would at times be questioned by present-day standards. Kind of reading it verbatim, so whoever wrote that, that thank you. That was a good Does tidbit. not surprise me at all. No. So um, we'll, we'll get into some of those harrowing moments, but yes. as always, right. we'll give you a few important facts. This episode aired on the 5th of February in 1968. The director was Max Varnell, and it was written by Ross Napier. Uh, returning cast, Matt Hammond, played by Ed Devereux. Sonny Hammond by Gary Pankhurst. Mark Hammond was played by Ken James. Jerry King played by Tony Bonner. And Skippy the Bush Kangaroo played yeah, we by... we keep on forgetting to credit Skippy, don't we? We do. So I thought it's worth putting in. Yeah. Skippy is played by a Bush Kangaroo. Uh, so we've got a couple of key oh. villains played at last. Revelations. Yes, the mysterious Dr. Stark and also McMurty. And there was another character called Snapes, but we'll talk about them as we as we approach them. So how about we get into the episode? Yeah, let's, let's start. Okay, so this episode begins with Skippy racing Sonny and his friend across the bush, which is kind of fun, given the mm. dark turn that's going to happen. Uh, Sonny knows they'll never beat her, and they don't. She thoroughly beats them. And I notice she- they always sort of run across roads as well. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know, they- these kids... They do. They never look left and right. They never look left and right. It just gets me every time. No Um, time for that in a race. You just got to... But then once they get across to the bush, Sonny asks Skippy to hide her eyes while they run away. But before that, he says, first of all, I'm just going to put some, looks like metal O-rings into your pouch so that they can hear a rattle. I don't, yeah, (laughs) what was all that about? I don't understand any of that. I guess it's so that they, I mean. They can hear her coming? Yeah, it's it's like an alarm system so that they know where she is. So is that like like a horse racing handicap system? So she's not so effective at hide and seek. Maybe, I think well, that's, so. That's what I thought, where they knew where she, when she was coming to get them, maybe. Yeah, yeah, so that gives you a chance to hide somewhere else, I suppose. So, because mm-hmm. she's so fast, that gives more of a handicap. Yeah. yeah. Can I ask you guys, we've talked about whether or not it was a stuffed kangaroo before, but that, mm. was it a real kangaroo? I, oh, oh, see. Yeah, that would mean that they, for everyone listening, if you haven't seen it, they ask Skippy to cover her eyes, and then they have a shot of Skippy fairly close up and two paws covering... Paws. Yeah, claws sort of facing outwards, covering her eyes. Yes. And to me, that looked like a shot you could have done with a real kangaroo, just grabbing its elbows and maybe doing it that way. But I know what you mean. Like, I am very suspect because there are some shots in this where I'm sure it's like a special effect dummy kangaroo with the later disturbing ones we'll get to. But, like, I'm sure there's, like, a dummy that they use. And I think I might have to retract my hands-on-sticks thing because... I have a feeling they're just using like kangaroo arms. I don't know, just like pulling the, the kangaroos. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, really hard. Those kangaroos' paws don't look that stretchy and flexible. And especially with that, those shots, the other week with her un- 
tying stuff. It was sort of like, you know, where you bash the calculator, like it just sort of looked like mashing. Um, yeah. So yeah. that sort of made me think they're limp, but they're not stiff, you know? So that made me think they might be actual kangaroos thing. I also them. found that Skippy was pretty rubbish at covering her eyes. Like, she, had <laughs> little hands. she was peeking. She was cheating. She was. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, this actually is another callback to last week, which is that while they're playing and they run away to continue playing with Skippy, we cut to someone skulking, John, in the <sighs> bushes, videotaping. Yeah, with a camera. With a camera, with what turns out to be a silent film of the kids playing which is disturbing on very very creepy levels. and um that leads into the next shot of uh the dr stark, uh, dr. stark the bond villain type yes. Blair, and bond villain type villain like he is yes. got a brush tailed possum on his shoulder yeah oh that's what that was i was like is that a lemur or is that a no. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a big possum and they're not the best ones to have on your shoulder i'll tell you that much so this would be a good time to introduce the actors so dr stark was played by frank i'm guessing it's tring or Thr- i thought it was thring it frank is spelled thring. thring it is spelled yeah, thring. I, I would have said sure. thring Thring, yeah. Some notable films that he was in was Ben Hur. He played Pontius Pilate. He also was in King of Kings, where he played Herod. And then jumping ahead, he played mm, the Mad collector Ma- in Mad Max. Mad Max. <laughs> I'm always, I only look at the Mad Max credits. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, no, and he also was in uh, The Vikings, which I know was a very big film back in the day. He was in Howling 3, Mission Impossible, yeah. the TV series, Hercules yeah. Returns. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was a very well known, and you can hear him, he's like a Shakespearean actor. Yeah. yeah. And that was another point. They seem to go for the English, very upper-class English villain in this series. Yeah, but he's in, he's from Melbourne, I think. Right, but that was so the 60s, wasn't it? Like, even the news presenters got, had clipped English accents. Yeah, they all got taught how to enunciate and speak, like, this sort of weird English slash Australian accent anyway. But, and you yeah. still hear that attitude, like, when you meet someone 60-plus, they often get annoyed at young Australians oh. for speaking to, in a too slangy way. Those, uh, they're grammar Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, he's um, really cool, though. Like, as a, they couldn't have picked a better villain. Yes, and we'd heard about him before, so they really needed to live up to what they were building, and they did. And then we've also got his henchman, his 2IC, McMurtry, who was played by Red Moore. He'd been in a few things, but certainly not as accomplished in terms of credits as Dr. Stark. But uh, as you mentioned before, John, they're watching the kids play, and he says to the Doctor, you'll never be able to make a deal with Mr. Hammond. And Dr. Stark ominously says, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was funny that some of the footage was from the TV show. <laughs> you know, it's like they must have made a deal. Uh, anyway. So then we, we, we cut from there to Sonny blowing his oh. leaf to call Skippy, oh, which yeah. at well, first I thought was the yes. scene. And then I realized this is the first time we've seen a proper show intro with the music and credits, which is I, what that was. I wanted to take note of that because that's how, it, like, for me, it feels like the first official episode almost yeah. because it's got an introduction, it's got the theme song, um, you've got all the actors introduced, which they didn't have at all before. So, Including Skippy, who she was yes. credited as Skippy. Yeah. But I, that's the thing, I wasn't sure why, because the song had already existed because the credits, the end credits mm. of all the previous episodes had that song. I they think they didn't maybe, have an opening title. Maybe it was like when they had time, <laughs> they put together a theme song. And sometimes, um, you know, TV shows if the episode runs long they'll either truncate or they'll just cut out the opening yeah yeah so or maybe they were too long but uh yeah no i thought it was and yeah that was sort of really cool because i was like oh wow first one 
Yeah. I had a little I had a little problem with the opening. Do you guys remember the opening of Full House? And it was Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. They acknowledged the two people who were playing the one character, they Michelle. Sh- now we know sh- we know yeah. that there I were eight skippies. We know there were eight skippies, and it is disrespectful and racist <laughs> to call them all skippy. Just call them Margaret, Roger, Timothy, <laughs> the actual characters that were playing them. Yes. <laughs> Give credit where it was due, Ashman. I agree. Yeah. Exactly. You don't they mind should have a- Brady Bunch style, just all these different images of kangaroos on the screen yeah. with now their look, names. Yeah. Just because seven of them need to have RIP after their names doesn't <laughs> yeah, mean you shouldn't yeah. include. This was yeah. the one hit by the car. Exactly. Um, and this one in this episode definitely ended up with PTSD. Uh, so yeah. I don't know if she could have done any further episodes after I, this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, let's, okay. let's get on to that. So, so after the opening credits, we see a very old Flash-looking car driving along the road. Inside's Dr. Stark. He's got, was it a puppy? What was yeah, that? Was it a puppy? I, I, I get the impression it was maybe a dingo puppy. Like, you know, like, because it was a really small, like, week old uh, dog puppy. Yeah. So he is coming up to where the Hammonds live. We cut to the Hammonds. Matt is calling for his screwdriver from Sonny, who's in his room painting a sign with Skippy. It looks like it's going to say sick animals. So setting something up for later, which I thought was was cool. The car pulls up. Stark comes out holding his dingo. This is where he's even more ominous. As he comes to that door, that's pure James Bond villain. Because (laughs) once, once Matt intros his family... Stark just walks in uninvited. He sees Skippy, walks straight in, yeah. gives him these lines like, come here, my little beauty. Oh, yes. <laughs> creepy as hell. Down. So yeah. creepy. And the rest of the family are just like, who the hell? What's this guy doing? Matt then invites him into his office so that he can see what he wants. And the first thing he does without saying a word is Dr. Stark gives him a check for $1,000 saying he's a lover of animals and it's implied at that point he wants Skippy. Matt says he's heard of Stark Zoo, so there's a reputation there, mm. but he doesn't appreciate caged animals because that's not what the National Park is about. No. Matt clearly then says he can't sell Skippy because it's not his to sell, and even if he could sell her, he wouldn't. So good judge of character. Would you oh, be yeah. the same? Or would you be, give me the money and I'll... <laughs> well, it depends. How much is $1,000 in modern terms? Oh, wow. Yeah, that would be interesting. What's for the inflation rate there? It's um, probably yeah. around five or six, I would say. Yeah. I mean, you could buy, what did they say? You could buy a house back in the 60s for Look, 10 or 20 grand. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. Like, I'd imagine um, you could have gotten a kangaroo probably really cheap back then. Um, cheaper than $1,000, I would have thought. But the whole yeah. thing about Skippy is this is not a ordinary kangaroo. She is like Superman. <laughs> Is yeah, not, normal man, she is that to other kangaroos. Is. Not every kangaroo you people. find is going to have a psychic connection with your son. Yes. Yeah, no. yeah, exactly. Right. And have uh, jumping abilities beyond any other ninja skills. Untying skills are just unprecedented for well, when animals. You look, when you think of it that way, when Dr. Stark has seen video footage of a kangaroo playing hide-and-seek slash mm. racing with mm. two kids, is able to cover her eyes and understand what that means, that is a fairly impressive yeah. animal. So that's yeah. why I'm imagining that's probably, yeah, like what that's what he's buying because she's... This isn't a... He got get a kangaroo from anywhere, you know? Yeah, he, this is a super kangaroo. Super kangaroo. Yeah. So, well, Matt gives a check back to Hammond, says, yep. you know, I'm not, not interested. Of course, Dr. Stark... Sorry, yeah. I've just said that wrong. Let me try that again. So, Matt gives the check back to Dr. Stark, who then lets him know, we'll probably be hearing from him again 
and so will Skippy. Yes, he says he's a stubborn man, but I can be stubborner. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, so, and then he um, leaves and then, like, puts his cane up to, like, Skippy's face. Like, so, <laughs> I don't know, just, oh, terrible. Yeah, the first yeah. threat of violence towards mm. animals. So the next scene, we have a very drunk, seemingly drunk man standing directly beneath a no-fire sign, cooking a dead duck <laughs> on a fire. So at first you're thinking, well, that's a bit obvious. Yeah. Um, but we find out, of course, that it was intentional. Um, yeah, yeah. At that yeah. moment, you're kind of like, wow, well, he's, if he seems like he's drunk. What a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and he gives a new definition to playing dumb. Like, you know, the old, mm. don't play dumb with me. This guy is, not only is he the most Aussie countryman I've ever heard on he's TV. He's singing like a uh, like a swagman song. Yes, you know, yes. like he's everything he says is some really old country Aussie slang, like things about goats and just man. I was like, wow, I haven't heard these before. But that was his character. Sonny and Skippy see the smoke, which we know he wanted them to, and tell the guy he's not allowed to light fires there. The guy. Mm-hmm in his playing dumb routine, says, oh, I thought that was about no swimming. Because he's just thinking, I'm talking to a dumb little kid. Little does yeah. he know, Sonny is a genius, mm. a psychic. He puts out the fire and then asks Sonny that he's got his dog with him. And Sonny correctly points out, that's not a dog, that's me kangaroo. Sonny's <laughs> yeah. a bit literal, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, yeah. He could have just taken it as a joke, but... Yes. Yeah, he doesn't know. No, it's but... not when it comes to Skippy. He's all business. Oh, no. It's all serious. <laughs> so he finds out that they are hunting ducks, which Sonny, yeah, that's not okay with him. That is not yeah. okay to be hunting ducks. So well, in he... a national park. Exactly. Yeah, it wouldn't be okay now. So <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. No. So he warns Sonny, look, if you're going to go tell my hunter friend not to do it, probably don't take Skippy with you because he's apparently very trigger happy and he's going to shoot him. So Sonny's like, good idea. I'll leave him there. He runs off. And that's when we discover that they're just pretending to hunt. The guy's just there firing a shotgun into the air. Distracting uh, um, Sonny and like leading him out into the bush. Yes. He runs off and then the other man, well, no, the other guy signals him with a gun, like the guy that told was with the fire, shoots him. Yeah. Yeah. And then he runs off and then, the guy approaches Skippy, but you don't just see really anything. No, no, and that part that part was confusing for me because in previous episodes, Skippy has foiled major drug operations, high jumped steps. on people's faces, exactly. But she couldn't stop herself from being picked up and put in a bins. Yeah, a combi. When we go back to Sunny, Sunny realizes Skippy's been taken, and that's when we we do definitely see Skippy in the back of a van, tied up, while these two. Drive off singing another swagman song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They pick up. He picks up the other guy that was shooting in the bush uh, down yeah. the road. Yeah, and he, they drive off together. And uh, yes, yeah, got Skippy in the back in a sack. Yes. <laughs> so there's a fairly sad scene where Sonny goes back to the fire, looks for Skip, and realizes that she's gone. Mm. He still takes the time, though, being the good park ranger that he is, to put out the fire, which hasn't with- completely been put out yet. So he yep. pours some water on it, yep. gets rid of the smoke, tries to call Skip with a leaf, and no reply. Very sad. So the next scene, we have the chopper in action. Inside is Matt, Sonny, and Jerry. They're looking for Skippy. And while they're up there, they reveal that Stark is a collector, like people collect stamps. So he doesn't really care about the animals. He's just this ominous collecting guy. I thought that was actually the first scene that I really, and maybe I just wasn't paying attention before, but that was the first time that I re- realized how obvious it was they were just sitting in a stationary on, helicopter. On, a, on, a gr- on the ground with on the, the ground. truck going. Yeah. Did you, did you, did you, is that the first time it became obvious? <laughs> 
I'm oh, going yeah. to I think so for me, um, especially the close-up shots, because then they have it intertwined with shots of them landing on a road, you know. Yeah, so which is, which is good editing. But it just for me, I thought, wow, they're just it's clearly just sitting there. They haven't even, not even and, and they're moving the camera, like, but not much though. So yeah. it's like yeah, very obvious. You shake the you know, it's poor man's process. You shake the vehicle, but I guess it's a bit dangerous to shake a helicopter. Yeah, so the helicopter. I suppose with the rotors going, it's making enough movement. But yeah, yeah. it was. Fairly obvious that they were very, they were just on the ground and the cameraman was uh, on a low angle. And they find the combi abandoned. Yes, it's empty. So they investigate it. Seeing that it's empty, they uh, we go back to the zoo from there where we see Dr. Stark, cane in hand, strolling through his zoo. Now, yeah. and I just want to also take a chance just to describe Dr. Stark in this shot. I've just got it open and he's he's got like a cravat and yeah. he's got a cane. He's smoking a cigar and he's got like a you know pompadour hat or whatever like a or a like you know um you know and so and so he's just like oozing villain at the moment the two kidnappers are now walking with Stark, so they're in yeah, the zoo, they're, and they're the, the fire guy. Basically, they're, yes. that's sort of what I sort of figured. They were like yes. the uh, supervillains, uh, evil henchmen. Yes, which was obvious when they kidnapped him. But at this, you know, now we actually yeah, see this playing the guy, guy from the fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what we learn is that Skippy is refusing to eat. He's being a very stubborn prisoner. He essentially tells this guy, you know, nothing about animals because yeah. we have prepared a meal fit for a king. This gourmet meal is going to convince Skippy to eat. And when you see it, it is. I mean, I would eat that. that yeah, was- yeah. It's lots of nice fruit, uh, apples, and uh, yeah, like everything a grass-eating animal would like, I'd imagine. Or oh, that makes sense, because I thought it was like a fancy salad or something. I was like, is this too... Well, it's like a fruit fancy? salad. So that's fine. But yes. I was actually, I don't know if it's the MasterChef generation, but I was just <laughs> looking forward to that dish so much. The more he talked about it, I needed to see it. <laughs> Well, it sounds I, like no. I it's... was like really looking forward to it because we know yeah. that of all the animals, kangaroos are the most sophisticated and would demand <laughs> presentation because it is as yeah. equal to the flavor. He this tells stuff. McMurtry, "Don't get in my way. I that's will do right. this." Yeah. And that's when he brings the plate down. Skippy's just looking all, "Oh, I'm so frail. I'm not going to eat. I'm so hungry." Waiting for him to bend down, and then boom. <laughs> Ninja yeah. in the face jumps across him, knocks all the food all over him. <laughs> yes, as well. insult to injury, and then not only does he hop out like super she, superwoman, she, closes, she fucking locks it. Yeah, closes the she gate and then slides the locking bolt across. Yeah, she should have taken the salad with her though. It looks so good. <laughs> yeah, that was a waste. something for the road. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that have been funny? Like he's like, get that salad back. <laughs> yes. Now, one thing I'll just mention is before Skippy escaped, there's a dingo in the pen next to Skippy, and it's heard to bark, which, well, I only just learned researching this, that dingoes actually can't bark. They can they, only howl. They don't bark, yes, because they're a wild dog. So it's another example of just misappropriation when it comes to <laughs> the sound animal effects. sounds. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Foley artists. Um, and, but now we get into, uh, like, a really cool scene where it's Skippy on the escape and Stark's in the cage, he hasn't realised she's locked it on him yet. Not yet, no. Tells the guys to go after her, and then they're like running after, her and she's jumping fences and doing all this stuff. It's, it goes for a little while. The, well, the let's let's break that down because th- yeah. this is where some of the horror started to happen for me watching it. So, yeah. yeah. Oh no, this is where it starts. Yes. Yeah. So he's so Skippy is hopping through emus and other animals. Now the first thing we see her jump over is this concrete fence. When you look at that fence, 
She was thrown over that concrete oh, yeah. fence. There's, she was there's, launched over it. There's a lot of throwing kangaroos over <laughs> stuff in this episode. Yes. Yeah, so that was the first time I sort of went, oh, God, that was not, what the hell? So the two henchmen then fight with her, and then there's yeah. another insane shot of Skippy being launched over a pretty huge fence for her to escape that zoo. Yeah, that last shot. They have thrown a kangaroo over a really tall fence because yeah. you can see it hopping midair. Yeah, and this this kangaroo is a wild animal. It doesn't know why this is happening to it. It's no. like, is this an animal? Is this a predator? Are they trying to kill me and eat me? No. Yeah. Why are they doing this to me? But also, I'll just say, one of the henchmen does fall over. Yeah. So, and gets mud on him. So, I'll just say that because, yeah, you know. So it's not all. Not all an- animals. And then, yeah, they basically, sh- they um they corner her. And it yeah, looks really awkward because the men are yeah. trying to get her. And then she's, this kangaroo's hopping away. But That's she escapes. She That's escapes. A- Yes. But so before was... that, there was an ambiguity to this scene. When that was all happening, all that chaos, I was thinking, oh, is she going to save all the other animals? Is she going to unlock their cages and let yeah. them out? <laughs> I did wonder that because the cockatoos and the other animals were going pretty wild and cheering her on while she mm-hmm. was escaping. It would have yeah. been fun if some of the emus and that she like got away in the madness. That would have been a little bit more um, satisfying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, Stark then realises he's been locked in and calls the other henchmen to get him out. And then we cut to Skippy having to cross a bloody a ro- busy road. Yeah, with the henchmen all... right behind her too. Yes. She has to stop because of the cars, which gives time for them to really get close. And now she's like, okay, well, I've got to cross it. She's in the middle of the road as cars are whizzing past. And then yeah. you've got that shot of the cameraman behind her and car lanes going either side of her. And they yeah. must have had someone holding her still underneath <laughs> yeah. the camera because you would not want her, like, running either side or anything. So, anyway, so she yeah. gets out of that, almost gets killed uh, by a car. Yes. Then we have her crossing <sighs> the rest of the road, a guy yeah. driving who stops his car but still hits her. Yes, Skippy uh, runs into it and then sort of off, like runs into the headlight pretty much. Like, yeah. That really made me gasp when I watched it. And I have a feeling that would have been one of the issues they had with this episode because that clearly is a a kangaroo getting struck by a car. But it keeps getting worse. So so she's still being chased by the two henchmen. Across the bush. Yes, they see Skippy going towards like a main town and then we've got skippy hopping through the town and i don't the know why street. all the towns yeah down this man's main street all the townsfolk decide to chase her yeah like, why are they all now it was really? like it was like yeah. deliverance or something you just they should have come across <laughs> the wrong town and they're all yeah. super redneck they 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 liked eating kangaroos but oh yeah, yeah. there's like a police officer everyone's chasing after kids poor old skippy and like it's quite criminal. disturbing because you can see this kangaroo's trying to get the hell away from these people yeah, yeah. she doesn't know it's not real i was like which is the henchman now because everyone turns into a henchman. <laughs> oh and then it gets even worse yeah so she gets to the train track while a train comes and that was a bit harrowing i mean i suppose you know presumably i mean well, she's in the middle of the track so i'm this, guessing that was just clever cutting there yeah. was not actually a train coming but sunny this is really quite disturbing hey he psychically senses the danger and wakes up screaming for his friend skippy 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 yeah yes. it was really like oh and because it was based it was um it was shot like you think skippy's dead yes like she's been hit by well, a train and also what train. matt's and what Matt says after that reinforces that message because Matt comes in to comfort him, tells Sonny, look, I know what it's like to lose something you care about oh, and yeah. you'll get I over wanted, it. Maybe? I wanted to talk about that. Yeah. Do you think that, is it the mother? 
Yes, I think that's a very strong reference to yeah. Matt talking about Sonny and Mark's mum. Yeah, because yes. we don't know whether she's left or died. No, I I was reading this when I first start. We started this, and I'm. It says that she is dead. She died. Uh, you know, after Sonny was born. So okay. uh, she is dead. And I and as I like going back to the first episode, this is a common theme with like sixties sitcoms and TV shows. <laughs> They seem to always have a dead mother. It's like my three sons, or like uh, like Brady Bunch had like a dead mother and a dead father. Um, is it possible? Is it possible that Skippy is a reincarnation of Sonny's mum? That's oh, why they have now this that you think about. Oh, that is perfect, Ashwin. I think that is it. That's why no, they're no. connected. Just protect him and care for and him. She protects him, cares for them, cares for the park as well, because obviously that was really important to Matt and all of them. So yeah, no, you're onto something. That's it. No. It does. It does make Matt's line though about look. You'll get over it a little yeah. bit. Like oh, last yeah. day, man. Like, oh, I've lost it before. We've lost yeah. seven other reincarnated. Um, oh, look, of I mom. I understand because he wants uh, Sonny not to be upset anymore and accept and move on. And this is sort of this gets into like a little bit dark territory because like he goes off and tries to get Sonny to accept that Skippy's gone forever. Yes. Well, let's let's move on. Yeah, from you there go back because it only gets darker. Yeah. Well, yeah. So back at the train tracks, we see there's no dead kangaroos. No. Skippy leapt into the river. Into the and water. Into the, and swimming. Did you guys know kangaroos could swim? I did know no, that. Probably. And I've, I'm pretty sure I've seen a few documentaries where they're swimming in the ocean as well. Like they, you know, wow. between little islands and stuff. So, um, yeah, no, they are. It sort of looks like they hop while they swim. Well, they certainly yeah. got the legs for a good kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it gets like it's going to get worse, but there was just the physicality. The Skippy had to do a triathlon to film. Yeah, he just went through so much, and that's the latest. Back on the land again, and she traverses like all types of Australian wilderness too. There's rocky wilderness, there's bushy wilderness, there's farmland, there's all this different. Just goes through the center of a town, and just from a plot perspective, there's that whole script writing. Um, notion that a good script means just put your character in front of a series of obstacles. They need lots of obstacles. Yes, I, feel, yeah. I feel the writer just took that completely literally the, in this episode. because The hero's journey. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and, and this, I'll, I'm meant to sort of say this at the start, but this is a very big trope in uh, animal movies and TV shows like Milo and Otis and like mm. God knows every sort of animal movies that have been taken from their home and they have to get back. So this is yeah. based, this sort of ticks every box in an animal-centric show. Yeah. yeah, and you don't expect most animals to be smart enough to do it, unless it's like a homing pigeon or something. No. So you're like, could this dog do it? Could this kangaroo do it? How they, they don't have the magnetic training that the other animals do. No, well, after no. this journey, I don't think she's ever going to want to do it again. No, no. So, so we've now got Skippy. She's really resting by some rocks. Blood all over her face. Yes. This was a surprise. But it's still not really the most relaxing place because that's when there's the sheepdogs come for her. And they are literally chasing her. And yeah, she's they're... trying to hop the the bloody dogs that are chasing that, her. That's got to be one of the shots that they complained about because yeah. it is lit- yeah, it's like literally two dogs chasing after a kangaroo. Yeah. Uh, and it, and the dogs are like barking and having a go because they think it's a sheep or whatever. Like they're trying to sort of semi herd it, semi attack it. Yes, and and then Skippy, in her attempt to escape, sees that one of those animal trap grids in the yeah the road. cow uh, yeah the, the cow, cow trap things cow or whatever. Grids. Yeah, get stuck again. <sighs> they let the dogs 
go for her while she's trapped. She's trapped, yep. So now not only is she get, having dogs chasing her, but now she's trapped because she can't escape. But then a truck going a land cruiser speed <laughs> at her in the grill. Yeah. yeah, and he goes right over the top of her, and it looks like they've literally done that. Like, I'm just watching the shot over and over again, and they've literally got a kangaroo stuck in there, tied it down, and then the cars Ooh. come right up to it. Then they sort of do a quick cut where it's over the top of her, Yes, where they've obviously pushed her down or something underneath it where you can see this kangaroo underneath the car and then there's a shot of the guy looking out the back and her hopping off down the road and then she hops off to a orange orchard yeah that was not like italy or something that was the relaxing moment yeah i was like oh she's sort of getting close hope this is over soon (laughs) and then the next shot after that's the waratah Yes, so National she finally Park. makes it back to the National Park. She looks totally wrecked, hairs all matted, and blood on the face, but it's still not over. No. then she's face-to-face <laughs> with an enormous snake, again, in the shot, which is allowed to come right up to her. Up to her, yes. yeah. And right. it's, I think it's a diamond python, and it's, those are quite, get quite big. They're like, a, like three feet long. They're not big enough to eat a kangaroo, but definitely enough to strangle it. And, yes. um, yeah. and, it and I was going to say, she looks like John McClane out at the end of <laughs> Die Hard. She is so beat up at the end of this, just when she gets to the snake, because she's got like matted blood all over her. All her fur is just, you know covered in dirt it's really like oh she's been through the ringer had a very jungle book feel that moment like yeah seducing her while trying to eat her yeah well and and there was no makeup done to skippy either that was just legit (laughs) he was looking after that well after they did have dogs attack her have a car run over her you know, that's pretty much what a kangaroo would look like. Um, yes. But the kang- uh, she hops away. She's exhausted. Well, she's, she sort of sniffs the snake first. Yeah, she goes sort of right thinking, up to it. What is this? And then realises, yeah, oh, shit. right to the face, right to the face. And sort of says, yeah, shit, and then hops, hops away. <laughs> At that point, she was just so beaten and delirious. She was like a punch drunk boxer. She didn't know what was happening. You could tell she was just totally exhausted, wanted to lay down. Um, if you could get and- inside her head then, oh. you would have only heard two words. Kill me. Just because oh, yeah. it's gone through so much trauma. It's like, I don't want any more of this. Just yeah, kill me. That's why she was so close to the snake. Maybe this was the episode they uh, went through the eight kangaroos. <laughs> like, yeah. all, all of them. Yeah. Well, then we cut to Matt and Sunny. They're out uh, chopping up a fallen tree with their axe. I'm guessing just because it was in the way or maybe it was firewood. I'm not sure. I, th- I thought maybe it was just in the road. They were just oh, trying to get, get it out of the I way. I had a feeling... And I could be reading too much into this that Matt was chopping the log for a cross. Oh. Because even darker. It's they're like all somber. And I love Matt in this scene because he's a friggin' man. Like yeah. and he's oh. like a proper sixties man. Like he unbuttons all his buttons <laughs> on his shirt yeah. and then like gets the axe out and then starts chopping some hard, hard Australian wood. <laughs> yes. And we see that while that's happening, Skippy is wounded like crazy, sort of resting. They don't know she's there yet. Sunny is no, pretty annoyed because of what's happened. He is despondent rocks. and yeah. he wanders off. Like he's And there's a look on Matt's there's a look on Matt, Matt's face when he wanders off. Like he's like, Should I say something? No, he doesn't know this what to is do. too much. He, and this is where, like, this is like where all the acting comes in because no one says a word, and it's you know exactly what's going on. As you said, Matt's like, 
oh no yeah. i shouldn't yeah, and i'll leave him be yeah. and um does skippy hear matt chopping the wood well, yeah. I wasn't sure if this was another psychic thing yet. So either Skippy's senses or hears Sonny's footsteps because... Uh, I thought it was the chopping wood because... And that also could be a reason why they had him chopping wood. Yes. Um, At the same time, Skippy's just out with a python, two dogs, a ute. She's like, oh, an axe murderer. I'm just going to lay him on It could be that also Matt's just chopping firewood. Sonny's all like... Meh. Yeah, as you would be if your best yeah. friend slash reincarnated mother has been killed. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, well, yeah, I think we're going to have to say keep that going for the rest of the, the yes. episodes. So then we see Skippy about to go see Sunny or Matt, and that's yep. when the two henchmen are there. But this is where this <gasps> that is was scary. Yeah, so they're about to go nab Skippy again, and then yeah, because and you're blue. like, oh fuck, not these yes, guys, not again. But then Matt Warrior Rambo throws oh. his axe like a tomahawk right at the tree near them to scare them. They shit themselves as you would. And Matt's and- just there standing there just like, come, come get some. <laughs> <laughs> just a fucking Terminator. And then... Yeah, that pose when he throws that axe is oh, just yeah. so great. It would be pretty impressive. If, if I threw an axe at two horrible poachers and it landed and just perfectly, them. perfectly, <laughs> and they were, I'd be like, fucking, yeah. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> and they just run off like they're scared shitless. Yes. But he wasn't worried about giving up his weapon because if they were thugs as well, they could have taken that axe and turned it against him. <laughs> yeah. No, they but no, they're gutless. Yeah. 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 Sonny hasn't even seen Skippy yet. It's Matt that oh, actually comes right. out and says, look at what you missed over there. And then that's when he sees his friend. And of course, he reunites <sighs> with his... His mother. <laughs> and that was an acting challenge as well because, you know, he can't be too happy too soon. He has to look, what is that, take a moment, take it yeah. in, and then have this joy take over him. So that was a bit of acting test. Yeah, and he goes up, hugs her, and they reunite. And, yeah, that's pretty much the end of the venture. And then it cuts to the um, sick bay. Yeah, well, we can see that that sign that they were working on earlier is now being yeah. and um, Skippy's there being kept now, to recuperate, heads in bandages. Yeah, and there's a quick shot of Stark yes. um, in his car, yep. like, watching and then goes, carry on, you know. Yeah. He wants He's to see happy. pretty Oil. pissed off smoking a cigarette uh, yes. in his uh, big, long, fancy car. He's, like, got yeah. a Cru- Cruella de Vil car. <laughs> like, it's sort of like that. It also fits um, the animal obsession, so, oh, yeah. Oh, well, that maybe he's the male version of uh, Cruella. Um, yeah. Do you yeah. reckon we'll get a Disney origin movie about Dr. Stark now? Who, oh, who would we cast? Benedict the... Cumberbatch, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck, he would nail it. Um, anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, well, then, so we see, I guess to wrap up that story, Matt then says the two henchmen were picked up on the highway, so we know Stark's escaped, but not his minions. No, they uh, go Sonny, to jail. The best thing is that Sonny wishes them essentially life without parole. He's very strict. Matt's like, well, it's not likely to be that harsh. He's pr- a bit more annoyed, though, that Stark wasn't with them during that. Yes. He would like to have seen him picked up as well, but he has a feeling they're going to encounter Stark again. Oh, yes. Yeah, that sounds like yeah. something Stark would say. You know, we'll meet again. Or yes. Anything. Yeah, next but time, thought- Skippy. Next time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you know how um, Al Capone was not brought down on gangster charges? He was brought down on tax charges. So I reckon they should have done that with Stark. Maybe get him on, like, filming children in the bush charges. (laughs) Well, look, I sort of don't want to bring this up just because 
Tiger King, but uh, yeah. any, anyone that owns a private zoo is questionable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, so the last scene is Matt asking Sonny, how's the patient? Skippy answers with his... And Matt smiles all as well. Everyone's... No kangaroos were harmed during the filming. <laughs> everything that happened before. <laughs> please, yeah. Oh, God. Please do not uh, have any animals hurt, really, in that. But, yeah, we already know that that's already happened. But... So pretty pretty uh, tense, exciting. I mean, oh. if you take out the fact that we know animals were in jeopardy, which is which is nev- no excuse to ever do that for any film or, any, or otherwise, but I think if you just for a second put that aside, it was a pretty exciting episode. Oh. Oh, no, no, absolutely no. I see, I feel bad because I secretly really, really liked this episode just mm. because of the adventure quality yeah. of it in, in the respect. Of, like, she goes through everything a kangaroo could possibly go through. And I think that's the thing I sort of was like, oh, yeah, like this feels like the first proper Skippy episode we've watched almost. Yeah. Um, if you put a little red ribbon around her head, she would have been Rambo in First Blood because that movie <laughs> really yeah. is. Arnold Schwarzenegger from Predator move Commando, over, Predator. man. Like, you know. Yeah. Well, she's... I actually think that you were right when you said Predator because they even have a chopper. Skippy could have. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Get to the chopper. Yeah. Um, what's that, Skippy? Get to the chopper. Dylan's uh- <laughs> <laughs> been pushing too many pencils. So, final thoughts, Ashwin. Are we going to do the uh, how many gum leaves out of five? Are oh, gonna yeah, get- yeah. We should we should gum leaf it. And just another thought: this could happen again, episode after episode, because you've got a lead character that doesn't talk. So the temptation is to use physical danger to still make it exciting. Yeah, because you can't see this kind of thing. Yeah, you can't sh- have them being emotionally distressed. Because you can't see that in an animal, so you've got to store it plenty. Throw them, John. Yes. Yeah. Well, Well, Skippy can't be like, "Oh, I wonder if I'm going to get that job next week. I really need to support my family. Is (laughs) is job seeker going to run out?" Like, she can't have those internal turmoils. So, I think, yeah, they may. They may push these physical challenges to the limit, which is a bit, yeah. <laughs> a bit worrying. But I liked it. So if gum leaves for me, I reckon, as, as animal cruelty aside, if we just talk about the drama of the episode, I want to leave some space for future episodes because they're still young in the series. Yeah. But 4.2 gum leaves. Ooh, okay. All right. Yeah. What about you, Jonah? Look, I was going to go 4.5 just because... I don't know. I feel like that is, like I sort of said, the first one set the standard, but I feel like this one has like nailed it because it also we got the first theme song, introduction of uh, actors, all of that stuff. So it feels like a self-contained episode, even though it was super, super rough. But then that's also like, you know, that danger and peril came through. So, you know, I sort of got to give it the four, 4.5. I think I'm in between. I think for all the reasons that you both mentioned, I do want to kind of I hate rewarding something that possibly caused injury to animals. But putting that aside, 4.3 for me, I'm, I'm in between both of you. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking what would really push it to a five? And there may be an episode in the future where there's not just a peril around Skippy but also peril around Sunny or Matt, or maybe they tap into a social issue that's really strong in Australia at that yeah. moment. And I think that might elevate it to a gold standard five-star episode. Um, yeah. So I just want to leave a bit of space for that. That's good thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something that, like, just hits on hits all the nails on the head, like plot, yeah. uh, action, drama, uh, drama uh, comedy. <laughs> <laughs> all of it, all of it. It's got to get yeah. everything. All I think right, we're all in no. agreement that it's it was a very exciting, dramatic episode. 
Yeah, yes, yes. So what um, are we going to have to, what is it going to have to live up to? What is the next week's episode called? Oh, the name doesn't give me any confidence that it's going to be an improvement. Um, Cage of Koalas. Uh, <laughs> and I'll give you a brief synopsis. Two um, koalas enter the UFC. <laughs> no, it'll be a fight club for koalas. Um, Matt, be like Mad Max Thunderdome, where they go yeah, into the yeah, two, yeah, two koalas enter, one koala leaves. Uh, Matt Hammond is annoyed and angry when research scientist Dr. Anna Stainer starts trapping koalas in the Waratah National Park. We've had this issue before. He has to put his personal feelings aside when she gets into trouble. All right, I have a feeling I know where... Every time a villain flips their car over on the highway, he has to put his personal feelings aside and rescue them. Yeah, Yeah, I... Yeah, sorry. (laughs) <laughs> it seems like the writers of this show really are very anti-doctor. They really don't like the medical establishment. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, what is Dr. Stark's doctorate in? Like, is it so, animals or he's, like, really not obviously an expert? No. Because- uh, English literature, have... I would guess. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, he, he's got a um a doctorate in poetry. Oh, um, yeah. he has a doctorate in animal culinary expertise. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, that's the other thing. Who? What is Doctor Stark? Could, you know, can he give you a prescription? Um, and <laughs> I also want to explore this koala theme because I wonder if they get annoyed at Sunny because you know they're an endangered species. Gum leaves are probably rare as bushland. <laughs> using, using them as a musical instrument, <laughs> <laughs> and he probably chooses use all the best ones too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's what we'll explore next week. If you yes. join us again for episode five, until next week, see everyone. See you later. See ya. Scoop, 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 scoop